Hey there, it's Tan, your friendly DM from the Reroll Podcast. I wanted to jump in uh, before this episode to A, thank you for your continued support, and B, reach out and ask for feedback from the community that listens to us. We have been having so much fun making this podcast and pouring a lot of ourselves and our work into this so it'd be great to hear from you guys. If you have any feedback you'd love to give, even if you want to just yell profanities about the way we play or pick apart our rules, whatever, go ahead and shoot us an email at rerollgames at gmail.com. That's R-E-R-O-L-E games at gmail.com. Thank you again for the listen, and I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And... Let me tell you, big things are coming. Treebark Everglade here, previously on the Reroll Podcast. The crew struggles with a half-trained, half-able-bodied resistance. Little good cop. Just because you've lost part of your body doesn't mean that you've lost your spirit. Little bad cop. They'll find your weaknesses. And they will strike, and then he's going to slug this old dude right in the stomach as hard as he can. (coughs) A little inspired crafting. What hope do we have against an empire? It's not just about these two dozen men. It's about everyone that'll inspire. Until I make a point. He looks to Donovan and he goes, You have a leader. A bitter goodbye is made. And we go forward with Wesley's honor in mind. And knowing without that young fisherman, we wouldn't be here. There's one thing that we can make sure of, and that that is that Wesley will not have died in vain. And the smallest group member learns about death. They put him in the ground. He can't wake up when he's under the ground. How will the Resistance handle the outpouring of losses this week brings? Find out today on the Reroll Podcast. Okay. Got a good one for you guys this week. If you were somehow profound enough in your life, infamous or famous regardless, and they made a uh, a biopic about yourself. Who would you want to play yourself as an actor or act- actress? So it's going to sound like super, super fucking, um, like, I don't know, masturbatory, I guess. But like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right word. It's fine. I'm going with it. Um, I used to have people tell me all the fucking time that I look like Thor. And I was like, yeah, sure. Maybe if I hit the gym for like five straight years. But I also I had a client today tell me that and that nobody said it in a while. So it was really flattering. But yeah, I'm going with Chris Hemsworth for sure. That, I could see Chris Hemsworth playing you in a biopic. Yeah, that would be that would be a good one. Yeah, the, the resemblance is truly uncanny. I would want Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. Uh, who? Remind me, who's Kate Beckinsale? What was she in? I, I know who she is. Huh? She's in Underworld. Uh, oh, Serendipity. Yes. Okay. Now you're just making up words. <laughs> hey, I have that tattooed <laughs> on my arm. That's true. <laughs> Uh, I think for me, unequivocally, it's Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I just jack think of can... all trades. She, she. I mean, she's 
you definitely could play that role. She's the only one who has the ass to play <laughs> Brendan <laughs> in real life. Of course. Life. I was thinking Jason Statham, honestly. Sure. Yeah. What for me? You think? I, you think I'm the I'm the uh, cranked guy? Oh, definitely for sure. <laughs> I could I could see you shoving a shotgun in somebody's butt. <laughs> I have seen you shove a shotgun in somebody's butt. <laughs> oh shit! Artist. I was drunk then. It was Tanner's butt. <laughs> hey! Whoa! 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 whoa. Uh, <laughs> cut the mic! Cut the mic! Cut the mic! How many mirrors did we need? Mirrors? None of your business, Zane. For the cocaine? <laughs> oh yeah. Could I? Could I ask, like, who would you guys cast? Because I have fucking no Jason idea. Statham. Yeah, same. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> uh, for Ayla, that's interesting. Nic- I I, Nicole Kidman. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. I was going to say Uma Thurman again. Really <laughs> uh, no, that's a good, like, well, good follow-up. Might as well. Yeah. I could, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I I don't watch enough back, TV to even know. Back when I was blonde. Uma Thurman is uh, Kill Bill. No, uh, I, I know Uma Thurman. Beatrix I'm just, Kiddo. in general, like, same as Ayla. I, I have Picking no somebody. idea who I would cast. Ayla, you're yeah. so unique that there's no way that anybody else could possibly even, like, truly represent your complex and oh, rich yeah. character. Plus, That's I true. <laughs> but I still go with Jason Bender. Statham. <laughs> He's got range. <laughs> All right. Um... Starting this episode, we again are going to just jump forward just a little bit of time. Uh, we ended on a very sad note last time. The funeral of Wesley, which happened in the night as the full moon was coming out. In fact, I wanted to give out a couple of, um, couple of re-rolls. Uh, I want to say posthumously, but I don't think that's the correct word. Um, no, it is. Well, after, after the death? After you guys die. Um, one's going to go to Bo for her eulogy, and one is going to go to Shadow for, uh, really rolling with the punches and sort of giving us a glimpse into how Shadow feels in the, the, uh, Valley of Death here. One's going to go to Flint for the royal ass whooping he laid down on an old frail man. (laughs) Flint's, I would give him one, but that's like giving a tax break to Elon Musk, so I will not do it. He gets a bunch of them, though. (laughs) I think that's not a fair comparison. (laughs) that's very true but this (laughs) yes um so we're gonna jump forward a little bit in time to the next morning uh you guys wake up i'm not sure who the earliest riser of you your crew is but the earliest riser sees tree bark everglade and lilac huani being sort of Kind of trying to leave before most of everybody is up. Uh, in fact, who who do you guys think wakes up the first out of all of you guys? Me. Bo? I feel like morning ritual would probably be really important. I don't know. That makes and sense. Be, and yeah. because I've never been that in real life, I really want to be that in the fantasy world just because. <laughs> Star may be up early as well just because, I don't know, it seems like a star thing to do. I think maybe the two of you are up at this point where you see Lilac and Treebark giving their goodbyes to um, Kella. I think Shadow's often up early because she only has to sleep for four hours. But uh, last night she stayed up really late and after everyone went to bed, I think she went and curled up near Bo. So she's still sleeping next to Bo when Bo gets up. 
I'll also say, despite your best efforts, you do notice the cat has stayed up with you pretty late into the night. And even... I'm not sure Shadow quite... I, I know you're not a fan of this cat, but even when you try and sort of shush her away, she just kind of purrs and, like, stays in your vicinity. The spider like, eats it. <laughs> the spider seems afraid of the cat. Uh, you said that. William's like, oh, dear God. It wants something. Spider blood. Um, Bo, seeing that Shadow is there, like, near him, would probably stay up but like not get up because he doesn't want to like disturb her okay so with that in mind i think starlet you might be the only one who witnesses tree bark and lilac saying goodbye to kella in the morning um they get up at the crack of dawn and sort of leave before everything and they're saying their goodbyes tree bark just gives a curt nod while lilac and and kella are Hugging tightly when you sort of walk out and see this. Um, I think she doesn't necessarily want to interrupt this moment, but uh, she does sort of head over to Tree uh, to give him like a send off and chat with him for a couple seconds. What do you say? She, uh, Puts a hand on his shoulder and she says, So you're really off, huh? Yes, I... To be quite honest, I've been nomadic my whole life. It feels good to be living here. And good to... Have the faith that these people are in... Capable hands. Star... Will, uh... Give a soft chuckle and she says... I know what you mean. I led a quite the nomadic life myself once upon a time. But either way, be safe out there, will you? It uh, would be disappointing to not ever have the chance to spar with you when you do come back. Oh, don't think that I would give Flint the glory of never having his ass whipped by me. Star, or, yeah, Star laughs again, and uh, he says, well, whatever you do, stay hydrated out there and take care of that one. I know she is more than capable of handling herself, but you know, always work as a team, have each other's backs. I know I don't have to tell you, but just be safe out there, okay? Take care of yourself, Tabaxi. And he puts his sort of lanky uh, arm out to shake your hand. And she does. She gives him, like, a nice hearty handshake and nods. I don't think she's super emotional or anything, but she is kind of, like, anxious for the future. Um, But, you know, she thinks that really the worst that's going to happen is... They won't come back, and we'll have to continue training them like the plan was in the first place, but she's gonna stick it through. Okay. So, uh, I guess at this point, they head out onto their journey. Um, 
slowly but surely the rest of you stir awake and and begin to rise uh what uh what are you guys doing what's what's the plan i mean i imagine flynn and star kind of developing like a regimen for you know at least a couple hours of training every day as long as we're going to be staying here for a little while sure sure groth is uh sizing up the soldiers and kind of I don't know, just taking measurements for, like, custom fit armor and stuff like that. Um, checking out the ones who have lost limbs, just, you know, see if they've got stubs you can maybe attach, like, a, a bowstring puller to. Something like that. Um, Star would like to mention to you that uh, Donovan, in particular, she was like, I spoke with this one, he seems to have some prior knowledge of how to handle himself in combat. Uh, I would like you to not necessarily take special care of him, but see what he's comfortable with and uh, see if you can't come up with something that would help him out with that arm that he's got there. I'm sure that he could be quite the valuable warrior. Oh, I saw him directly stand up to Flint yesterday. Yes, of course. In fact, he's where I got the idea of a... Uh little bowstring puller that could be attached to the shoulder. I'm gonna, yeah, start measuring him. And kind of like sketching out like a little here's how it would work. You'd attach it here, blah blah blah. He's, he's just sort of, is all this entirely necessary? Are you sure you can make this work? I mean, I, I I'm a little off with my right hand, but I think a shield, if we could affix it to my arm here, or what remains of it, might be able to allow me to stand toe-to-toe. -to -toe. Yeah, if you'd prefer a shield, I can do a shield. I can Louis. Louis. Check this one out. He wants he wants a shield on this stub. Louis loves shields. Louis walks up and he says, I think we could put a uh, tower shield about the size of him on it if we really wanted and really seal in that protection. And you guys kind of go back and forth spitballing some ideas at each other. Um, in fact, Donovan kind of seems overwhelmed and excited about the attention he's kind of getting here. Um, on the tower shield comment, Flint kind of walking by just says, Ah, you're going to hide half a man behind a giant shield? <laughs> Just kind of like continues about his business. As you walk by, Do Donovan says, <coughs> Half a man coming from the dwarf? I think Star sort of will say, just last little bit in this, she looks uh, Donovan over and she says, Yeah, Tower Shield may be good, but um, perhaps we could give him something a little smaller so we can maneuver a bit more. I imagine it'd be hard to uh, get out of any tricky situations with the shield that's attached to your arm that's also the size of you. But maybe perhaps multiple different shields. I would prefer mobility myself. It well, but then how are you going to protect our legs? I'm going to grab a sheet of metal that's like the size of him and just slam it down in the dirt between us and be like, no, I can't get you at all, can I? <laughs> <laughs> says, well, I just saw you pick up and put down that piece of metal, so you probably could. Well, I can, uh, yeah, I can, but, you know. <laughs> Alright, so, what do you, what's the plan? Dink, dink, dink. My whole day. 
I'm just I'm just armoring. 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 Yeah. Um Star, are you gonna be doing more training stuff? I think Star was actually gonna come over and talk to you. I think she probably has essentially deemed the two of us as like the uh sort of like the leaders of the group right now. Um not, I don't know, having spoken to anyone else, but she she's going to come and chat with you if you are available. Yeah, I mean, we're definitely the leaders of at least all these, like, ragtag soldiers. Like we're mentors. Training. Yeah, probably. for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think even more, like, we're, if we're leading the fight and shit right now, like, we are head of the group, all the groups, but that's just Star's conceitedness. Sure. Uh, in her own brain. Anyways. Uh, so she'll come over to you, uh, assuming you're drinking morning tea or whiskey or vodka, whatever you've got. Um, uh, all three, actually. Making <laughs> uh, a nice, dirty, dirty cauldron. I don't know if we have sinks. <laughs> but. Disgusting. Um, and she'll say, so I know we need to get them trained up more, but um, what are we, what are we going to do about this goblin problem? When do we want to assess where we'll be going to attack them, essentially. I think we need to get somewhat of a battle plan in order so that way we can work towards training harder and figuring out plays, essentially. Are you suggesting that we use the goblins as a, a training opportunity for these men? Depending on how many there are, I think that we may need these men to help us take them down. Not that they would be excessively valuable as they are now, but I think that it wouldn't hurt to show them a little bit of the real world. Looking, and I think, yeah, yeah. That's uh, look, looking back around, to make sure nobody like within earshot. You know, none of these the trainees are within earshot or whatever. Uh, Flint's just gonna say, uh, we can use them as a real world training opportunity. We'll take them out into the woods. Where we know some goblins will be. Not a lot of them, but just a little. And then we leave them. If they make it back, great. If not, then they were never going to be soldiers anyway. Star kind of weighs this when she thinks, or she, she'll say to you. Noticing your <clears throat> hesitancy too, he's just going to nod and say, when they're ready. Yeah, Star will give that a nod and she'll say, I, I do agree, but I think that if we have another loss so soon... It'll be devastating for them. We need to work towards encouragement and uh, positive reinforcement. We're going to Pavlov these bitches. No, you have no idea who that is, but... Pavel <laughs> <clears throat> uh, Mikov, the hell rider? Yes, him. <laughs> yeah, where is he? he? He whipped those guys into shape. Can we get him <laughs> in here? Can we get him over here? Let's go. Is uh, he free? Uh, but Star will say, let's, uh, for now, let's set up some training hours of the day, some free time hours, and show them how to move when they want to do some practicing on their own. But I think perhaps you and I should talk a little bit more about certain exercises, perhaps even involving the spider. <laughs> but we'll see. Flint kind of laughs to himself and nods. Uh, yeah, and then before, yeah, he just uh, kind of nods towards um, Donovan and just says, uh, if you don't mind... Leave that one to me. Star. No, you'll, you'll, yeah, he says, and you'll, you'll see what I mean. Uh -huh. Star nods and she says, oh, I trust that you can 
help shape him into the leader that he's going to need to be for this group, but... They're gonna need one, and I believe that he's the one to use. Indeed. Well, okay. I'll go round him up and we'll get some jogging going. So, yeah, and then throughout the day or whatever, as we're doing this, um, uh, various training exercises and stuff, I kind of want to make it a point that, uh, aside from just all the snide comments and remarks towards Donovan, to try to, like, piss him off a little bit, he's also going, uh, Flint's also going to kind of, like, deliberately, I don't know, like, kind of try to, like, sideline him or, like, not allow him to kind of, like, train in the ways that, that Donovan knows he would most be, like, be most useful. He's kind of trying to just get under his skin a little bit. Okay. So I think, yeah, I, I I could see Flint pushing Donovan and sidelining him and, and making side remarks, and I think you guys are training all through the morning, and he's just kind of kept on kept on the back burner. Um, Flint, why don't you roll an insight? <clears throat> uh, it's going to be a... Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> At least it was in the middle of you talking. Yeah. <laughs> um, don't cut that. Yeah, off. you you can definitely you look at him and you can definitely see you're getting under his skin. His face is red. He's sort of frustrated, and I think it's a pretty basic like stance exercises you guys are doing in the morning, maybe even some endurance. But I imagine Flint sort of just pushes him to some sort of menial task, like gather twigs for you know heating up the the stew of the day or whatever yeah um what are the rest of you doing outside of flint and star um when i like woke up and um shadow was still sleeping uh i probably just kind of waited for her to like wake up on her own because i just didn't want to disturb her but once she's like starting to stir and like starts kind of waking up uh and actually does wake up then Bo will say, um, I didn't see you come in last night. Are you okay? I stayed out with William. He's gonna smile and, and say, you guys seem to be getting along. Yeah, he's pretty cool. I'd say so. It's quite dangerous. That's part of the fun, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> the black cat at your feet hisses. Oh, calm down. <laughs> I just give it an evil look and then look back at both. <laughs> um, can I ask you a question, Bo? Sure. Why did they put, uh, I think his name was Wesley? Under the dirt. Because he has no earthly, worldly reason for his body anymore. He's gone. You mean he's not gonna wake up and use it later? No. He'll, he'll be there. And the earth will reclaim what is there. And that's okay. It's just a natural order. And there's nothing to worry about. So, where did he go? I guess we don't really know. Um, I guess a bow will pull out like a couple, like just little 
books and things. There's lots of things that some people think that happens, but I guess we have no way of really knowing. And that's okay, too. Could it be like a new adventure? For sure. So it's not like necessarily a bad thing. No, it's not. Um, the loss, I know that it feels heavy and he was very loved and will be missed. And that is very sad. But it's okay to be sad and to feel that loss. It's just part of life. Um, Lilac said he was holding his dad. That his dad had been attacked by goblins. Yeah, you heard that? Yeah. Um, can I tell you something else? Sure. I was, I was with the goblins when that happened. Bo's eyes will kind of like sparkle just with interest and say, really, you'll have to tell me about that sometime whenever oh. you feel comfortable. Yeah, some, sometime. Okay. And she'll scurry off to look for food. Talk to a lot of children there, Bo? You're like, yeah, tell me about it sometime later. <laughs> well, I didn't mean like sometime later. I'm like, whenever you're comfortable is more like what I was going for. But I didn't mean like. <laughs> to put it off. But that's what Shadow heard was. Come back, talk to me when I give a shit. <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. No. <laughs> no, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you were setting up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm just giving you a hard time. No, I didn't want her to run away. Um, you're just a terrible priest. <laughs> I felt like I'll, I figured, like you know, I probably I figured I said something, you know, that in maybe not in the right way, and we'll revisit it at sure. some point. Well, you're also trying to help a child comprehend the concept of death, which is probably not an easy task. So I'm willing to give you. I know a little bit of if slack anyone on can that. do it, both can do it, but I can't personally do it, so it's really <clears> hard <throat> to like do that <laughs> for sure. Um, but uh, Bo, with the kind of. Bo's plan for later was to actually do the thing I said before and kind of engage people and figure out their beliefs and what's important to them or even if they don't have like particular beliefs like what drives them or what makes them happy like hobbies like recreation like things like that and kind of just gathering knowledge about these people and what and I actually wanted to turn this this one of these rooms this small room that's in here into kind of like a place of like recreation and like or prayer like there's maybe multiple shrines or like different places you can kind of indulge in your hobbies or your things that kind of just raise morale i guess okay um go ahead and either roll me a investigation or religion check okay 21 okay which one uh, did you roll investigation religion. religion okay so you you talk to a solemn amount of people, and and you get the sense that a lot of them mention um, Sava 
the goddess of the harvest, which is a very, as you very well know, is a very popular god around the Riverlands. Um, and knowing that Brambleton pre-war was a sort of uh, um, harvest powerhouse, uh, grew a lot of grain, a lot of food, and things like that, it's not entirely surprising. Um, um, well, yeah, because, like, that was my... Like, that's what I, the god, goddess I grew up worshipping in my town, so. Mm -hmm. You also do find a solid amount of them worship uh, uh, Olga, the mother of the mountains, a, a dwarven god that's very popular with uh, the dwarves of the Kravdok Mountains. Um, and a couple of the halflings you talk to uh, worship Olga, mother of the mountains, uh, a goddess of strength and endurance. You do, however, find that most of these faiths have been shaken. Uh, most of the people you talk to say, I used to, or once upon a time, you know, uh, I used to pray to Sava, but I don't have a crop anymore. I used to, I used to look to Olga's guidance the, in the shadow of the mountain, but okay. I've lost faith. So what I'm trying to do is either like salvage what they have if that's something that works for them or offer a place to reconnect if that's like I'm not trying to push sure. even their own previous or otherwise beliefs on them. It's just like a place that they can harness that if that's something that brings them power, like more power to them. Um, otherwise, it could, like I said, it could be recreational. It could be like whatever else, too. And I think a couple... You know, I think you, you take the time to organize that room and make it a little more friendly and, and warming and welcome. And I think, I, you know, maybe a couple people filter in and out and take a look at it, maybe probe you with some questions, uh, provide their, you know, examples of their faith. But it's all pretty tentative now. Everybody's a little reserved about that. In fact, it'll probably be a, a like project, ongoing project of learning people more and like knowing what they need to like to engage with like a space for either meditation or you know whatever it is that they need. Yeah, and in fact, I would say at one point you do see Donovan walk by and stop at sort of the doorway, looking in and watching you sort of organize this and and maybe your mid conversation with another member of the resistance and you look over and make eye contact and quickly he adverts his gaze and, and hustles away from it I'll take mental note but I'm not gonna try to force anyone to do anything engage with anything that they're not comfortable with sure okay uh, Groth what are you up to um, yeah, so pretty much all morning I've been interchanging my work between, you know, making making a really nice dagger here and there, a short sword, something like that. Also making some fitments for uh, the alchemy equipment for, you know, if anything breaks or if anything, you know, currently needs to be replaced, stuff like that. Sure. Uh, little, little valves, uh, hose repair, like two-sided clamps, stuff like that. Uh, and then... Also, like, kind of trying to construct as I go a little little blast section on the side of the furnace to make, for example, beakers, potion bottles, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Some that I can teach Kella how to use uh, for when I take my leave. 
When I think a lot of this, this sort of first day you're probably spending with Louis, just sort of tink, 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 getting like the very basis of uh, uh, sort of the level of operation up a little bit, bringing everything up to a standard, I imagine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Just trying to get at least one or two of each bare minimum covered throughout the day. You know, like. Yeah. Little bit later in the early afternoon, Flintier walking around inspecting some of the people in training exercises that I imagine Star is leading when you're sort of shoved a little bit from behind and you turn around and you see Donovan and you see him sort of like red face and he's like What is your fucking problem, dwarf? And Flint's just gonna kinda smile. I don't have a problem. Seems like you do. He smacks his tongue in his cheek and says, If I have a problem, we both do. And he brings his training spear and flings it at you. Does a 15 hit? It does. Okay. Clocks you in the side <clears throat> of the head for max damage of 8 damage. <laughs> Damn. And he, he yells out and he's like, you know I have the most promise of these people and you're benching me. You're sitting me on the sidelines. What the fuck is the matter with you? Is it because I don't have two arms? I could do more with one arm than any of these people can do with two. I know that, lad. But you can't do anything if you can't control your anger. It can be a tool. But... Not if I can take it from you so easily. Do you understand? Just kind of shivering with rage, he goes, <laughs> throws, his, <laughs> throws a spear in the ground. He's like, fuck! Turns around and walks towards the tree line. And I imagine you probably take a glance towards Star. She probably saw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Flint will just kind of uh, pick up the pick up the bow staff and just kind of nod and walk away and kind of wipe the blood off his side of his head. So I just continue showing these people how to do things. I mean, I think she probably, <clears throat> I think she probably, um, at this point, I would say is maybe hearing some whispers amongst the people that are there that she's helping. Maybe like I don't know. I would assume that they are also seeing this and oh, yeah. starting to talk among themselves and maybe even ask her questions. But mostly I think she just, as she's showing them what to do, uh, she's like, just follow with the program. Follow your heart, indeed. I mean, it's... That's your leader. That's someone who will be leading you. You need to choose what to do with yourself and how that makes you feel. You can channel it into your work. You can talk to our other leader and see what he has to say, why he's doing this. But mostly you need to trust yourself and you need to be able to control your anger as well. And then Flint will kind of be checking out, like letting Donovan vent and cool off. And when he's kind of looks like he's ready to kind of rejoin the group, I'll, Flint will just kind of go talk to him, head him off. 
Yeah, I mean, I think we're kind of hand-waving a lot of this day. I think a lot of it is, you know, training, working, and whatever. But I think around sort of dusk is when you sort of approach Donovan again. You know, everybody else is kind of gathering around, getting a meal in their belly. And, Star, you probably noticed, like, there's actual talk and chatter. There's actual... and, And maybe it's fueled by the gossip of this guy hitting Flint in the back of the head, but... There's repertoire and relationships being built, and Flint, you you see, you know, Donovan just sort of, like, I imagine you actually see him kind of doing a little bit of the exercises on his own, maybe incorrectly, um, as Star has been teaching. He has good form, but he, he wasn't quite involved in some of the uh, motions, and he's trying to catch up and trying to do it himself. Um, yeah, so Flint will just kind of, like, walk up to him and just say, um, these people are going to look up to you at some point, and then he'll kind of extend the, uh, the staff to him to say, are you ready for that? Do you think you will be when the time comes? He grabs the staff at the base and he says, No. I'm not ready. And then he puts it in the ground and he says, But I will be. Like I said, anger is a tool. Don't let me take that from you. And then Flint will just nod. He says, Do you piss off everyone this much? Only the ones that I know can take it. Give a little wink and walk away. It's funny because you're literally looking up to him. It's your adorable. <laughs> <laughs> it's your and you're walking away. You can probably hear just behind you the, the sound of that wood being, you know, slashed through air as he continues his exercises. I think, um, assuming Flint comes back over, Star, uh, like as he's sitting down, assuming he's sitting somewhere near her, she puts a hand down on his shoulder and she says, all right, my turn. Got to correct that before he fucks it up later on. Um, <laughs> and she heads over and just kind of sh- shows him like the correct way to do things and tells him what to work on. I know it's frustrating now, but we all have faith in you. Just stick to it and try not to fuck up so bad when you're doing these trainings. <laughs> and he seems to be an incredibly receptive student at this point. He's, you know, the walls have been broken down and he's, Trying very hard, and you can tell, and he's doing a good job. Um, Groth has kind of spent the day thinking about his people and stuff, and obviously the guy with one arm is gonna kind of like take priority on like little side projects. Uh, he's he's developed a little adjustable counterweight that Donovan can throw on his staff to give him like a specific fulcrum when he's swinging it to like center center the weight as though he had another hand on it where he would want it. And he's just kind of going to approach him at some point tonight while he's training. Just be like, here, lad, uh, you, you move this up, move it down, wherever you need to. Just find find what works well for you. This should, uh, should at least partially replace the control that the second hand would give you. If you get used to it, this little baby could be the difference between fighting like you have two hands. 
and he measures it out and takes a swing a little bit, and you can tell he's a little off balance from it. He says, uh, thank you. I, I think this will take a little getting used to, but, but thank you. Of course it will. I know you'll figure it out. Um, after working for, you know, during the day, most of the day on this project, um, Bo wants to try to flag down, um, Star and Flint, knowing that they are kind of, like, head of, like, operations in terms of, like, training and all this stuff, um, and knowing that their mind is probably on the goblins, too, um, to try to create some sort of, kind of, meeting, um, and then whatever, you know, yeah, that can happen whenever. I was gonna suggest like, that, too, actually, we should call a team meeting. Okay, I'm down for, and but I also want to know what Shadow is doing, too. So, just around this by you, Tanner, beforehand. Nope. You can say no if you don't want to did. have this complexity. Uh, Shadow wants to go play with uh, William and maybe okay. teach him some things. Okay. So, I think she's, her. like, trying to, like, use her minor illusion to, like, light up an area or, like, do an arrow or something and, like, pat him in a certain area to, like... Start teaching him to follow direction. Okay. Give me an animal handling check. You really want the spider mountain, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. If you roll a natural one, he's going to eat you. We're rolling a bunch of tens tonight. Uh, so, ten. Okay, so I, th I think you go there. I think I'm going to use a reroll. <laughs> oh, wait, I have to say that ahead of time, don't I? That's There's, fine. Yeah. Okay. He didn't say it yet. You you have to say it before the outcome is decided. Can't be like your hands chopped off. Oh, I want to use a reroll. Right. Okay. <laughs> or be like, oh, I rolled a sixteen. Miss. 13. Oh, I want to use a thirteen. Okay. Um. Okay. You go towards William. Get his attention. Maybe you know, take a stick and poke the the web and he crawls out from underneath one of these bushel trees and, and it's amazing how he can hide in the smallest corners of darkness yet this hulking eight limbed arachnoid body can pull out of seemingly nowhere silently and you it. do some minor illusion and, and you know correct me if I'm wrong but during this whole time Shadow you're probably talking to William and trying to engage with them of course you can't because you can't understand each other but you do a couple minor illusion and you try and get his attention and get him to follow these directions and it's 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 difficult um probably gonna take a while but but right at the end you know you make this sort of light uh minor illusion or, or this sort of visage and he seems to pivot his body and go towards it and and you get for a sense that or you get for a moment the sense that you know, maybe it was coincidence, or maybe you're making progress, but you're not entirely sure at this point. And then somebody's like, Shadow! Dead art! I'll pat him, and then run away. <laughs> and his inner monologue is like, What a fine young woman that is! <laughs> Tasty for dinner, I'm sure. <laughs> I do hope she tastes better than the chickens. 
That person did yell shadow dinner, though, so I guess she's for dinner. Yeah, the whole time he's pointing above you. Like a looking for star. His back leg. <laughs> oh, God. I love it. Okay, yeah, team meeting? Yeah, team meeting. All right. Um, I mean, I guess I assume Flint and Bo are the ones who technically called it, but if you guys want to start, we're... I can. Goblins. Do they exist? Do they exist? (laughs) Discuss. I imagine you guys are probably meeting up in the room that Bo has been organizing. It's sort of a private area to get away from everybody else. Which room? Is that the, the, like center like the den lounge area. room yeah yeah, small yeah. One. so uh how's everybody doing <laughs> well i'm quite drunk me quite too far. i heard we may be having a team meeting tonight i just came here and started drinking <laughs> girl uh, it's I'd been like, like drink 10 minutes some things you got yeah juice it's been a while <laughs> yeah here you go i need handsy a full flask <laughs> take a wee nip of that I, actually, to be fair, I think you have taken a sip out of this flask before. And you yeah, I've like taken a sip. And she's like, uh, uh, I mean, that's nice of you. I, I'd rather have juice, though, I think. <laughs> um, Bo's been setting the, up this room to be kind of like a tea meditation, kind of like low light. And there's like maybe a couple organized spaces for different beliefs or like, you know, offerings or things like that. Um, so there's probably like some tea or something. <laughs> There you go. Maybe. She puts a big dollop of honey in it. and then. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think they're about as ready as they're going to be. We want to go attack that goblin situation sooner rather than later. Star nods and she'll say, I think that we should maybe pick out... Ah, this is hard. I don't want to leave it completely vulnerable here while we go, so I don't think we should take everyone with us. I think we should take one or two of our strongest fighters. Obviously, our leader is one of them. Um, and then keep the other, a couple of the others as uh, essentially <clears throat> helping keep everything in line while we're gone. Help run the exercises to make sure they don't get lazy while we're out, but... I agree. I think it's time. We need to go, but we need to show at least a couple of them what it's going to be like out there. I was thinking we bring the whole militia with us. They're going to need yeah. the practical combat experience. I don't know. I think we're pretty strong. Maybe they should just keep training. I think Star just, she will say, I, I did weigh that in my mind, but personally, I think that it's We don't know what we're up against with these weird things that we've seen with the boars and the goblins themselves. They seem to be up to something more sinister than I think even we will be prepared for. I just would hate to lead everyone to their deaths immediately, especially if we can't protect them all. I know that they'll have to protect themselves, but I would like to leave our... uh, what is her name? I would like to leave Kello with at least a little bit of protection here. How about we get them all close, or they can get us close, and then we'll send them back after after we've carved a path. Well, there is something to be said for uh, hitting them harder than we need to. 
we bring in more more manpower than we think we need to take down the goblins. We assure us that's success. That's a that's a good first outing for maybe not all of them. Maybe we leave a detachment here. But uh Bo speaks up and says, um, last time we left and everybody that we see here was still there, including Lilac and Everblade. They got hit and a boy died. Just keep in mind. I know that um, it can be dangerous going into a situation that we don't fully understand. And that could be our downfall as well. I think that there is a... There is something to be had with, like, with splitting up, but it has to be done the right way. Perhaps we take a vote, because while I do understand the concerns, they're trained up. They aren't what they used to be. They know the cost of being unprepared now. I don't think that they will let another one of their comrades fall without at least a good struggle. They can take care of themselves. That being said... I just don't want us to lose our base that we've worked so hard to take, but like I said, I, I think we should cast a vote, and if we take them all, we take them all. I will not argue with the outcome. I move that we that we take half, including Donovan. Star is gonna put her, like, finger up for that one, I guess. She'll say, I'm in for that. I... Me too. I vote half. Shadow? Well, I mean, it's, it's, I don't think my vote matters at this point. You guys all agree. Democracy always matters, lass. Your vote counts. It's the spirit of the thing. I have a reason that you would <laughs> take all of them or none of them. We're willing to hear you out. You're as much part of this group as any of the rest of us. I think they should practice more. I mean, everyone seemed really sad about Wesley leaving. If some of them come, someone else might leave. But maybe they'll go keep Wesley company. That's a good way to think about it. <laughs> Star is going to just say, uh, I don't want to keep this debate going forever, but I kind of agree with the girl. Uh, I I don't know. I would be happy just bringing our leader along with us. He could use the experience and he could use it to show them what to do in a battle for the future. He already knows a little bit, but really exposing him would give us the opportunity to go about the things we need to do after this. We're going to need somebody who can train them while we're gone or when we leave because this isn't a permanent situation for us. It's also easier to protect just one person than five. I think that if, uh, even though I voted half, I think that it's like half or less for me. It's like, I think that it's smart to pick a couple people who seem to have kind of climbed to the top, who seem that they can handle their own, because we can't focus on protecting people who can't protect themselves right now. Indeed. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I'd be cool with bringing Donovan with us. Uh, I think I could remember how to get there. Should we start at where we left off? 
I, if we if you bring me to Wesley's house, I, I think I could get there. Well, it's settled. Should we leave tomorrow? Hmm. Uh, I think so. We'll gather the supplies tonight and pick out the few or one that is going to be coming with us. It's outside of character here. I think we should take between one and three. What do you guys think? Just I agree. to get this settled. One, two, or three. Yeah. I mean, three I is fine. One. Let's take three. Yeah, okay, Donovan and two. Um, Donovan and his two, like... And again, they can act as one unit in combat if they need to. It's really not a big deal. Yeah. Donovan, Jonathan, and... Bonathan. Donovan, too. Bonathan. <laughs> and Jason Statham. And Jason Statham. <laughs> Steve Buscemi. I'm not letting you guys have Jason Statham as an NPC. That's way too overpowered. <laughs> He's like a level 20 fighter. Just don't give him a shotgun. Oh, I was wondering. I'm like, are we here going to go be charging in, trying to, like, you know, kick some ass? Or, like, are we just trying to see what's going on or both? Or, like, what? A little column A, a little column B. Yeah. Okay. Depends on what we find. I'd say we, uh, we go to look. Yeah. If we see okay. a force we can take on, we take them on. Cool. Shall we do a bit of recon, or just catch an early night? Mm. I think that we'll get what we get, and we should just go find out. Yeah, I mean, maybe when we get closer, we can quietly look around and then decide. Indeed. So, who's going to deliver the news to the uh, recruits that are coming with us? Not it! <laughs> <laughs> I think that their mentors, gesturing at um, Flint and Star, that either one of you would be the best bet and I think that they should be proud if they're chosen or or like not hired but like um, asked to come along indeed alright well Flint if you would like to do this together we can otherwise I trust that you can round them up I'm like to uh, well Shadow do you plan on taking your the spider that you've come so accustomed to I can maybe well, chat with I him don't, for a moment. I don't know if he's ready yet. Understandable. We, we were practicing, but he needs more practice, too. Alright. Well, then I guess I will go with you then, Flint. <clears throat> okay. So yeah, I guess me and meeting adjourned, provided me and uh, me and, me and Star just walk out, kind of go track down Donovan. Alright, and you see Donovan uh, has sort of He's covered in sweat, uh, training stick right next to him, uh, eating a bowl of soup off his lap, or stew, rather. A um, couple people around him, they seem to be chatting, but he's just kind of obviously pushed himself to the point where he's starving, so it's just eating incredibly quickly. Did, um, has Groth finished, like, any actual combat-ready spears or anything yet? Yeah, Probably. I'll say he has a couple basic uh, equipment ready. Okay. I'm gonna, I mean, provided Groth gives me the uh, permission, I'm gonna grab one of those spears as I walk out. Hey, what am I looking for? <laughs> I imagine, Groth, you've probably been working on a basic one with a counterweight in it for, uh, for okay. Donovan, too. Yeah, the, uh, the, the slip-on counterweight for his, oh, like, it, training. Okay. So that, that was just, like, a day one project. I am actually going to design him, like, a, a spear that spear yeah okay that he cool. can like 
yeah, you can like push a button on the handle and like move the counterweight back if he wants to make a wide swing or move it up if he wants to like twirl it. You okay, know, cool. Like It'll that. probably take if, a eventually, couple of days, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. At least, yeah. If I'm going to be fighting goblins, it's going to take more than that, probably. <laughs> um. So yeah, I guess with Star and Toe, I'll just walk up to Donovan and just sort of like plant the butt end of the spear kind of like right in front of him. He looks up at it and just sort of darts his eyes over to you and kind of a confused state. Um, yeah, not even really saying much. I'll just say, uh, be ready at dawn. Pick two people that you would uh, trust to fight by your side. He grabs it and looks it up and down. He says, do they get spears too? They'll get whatever they need. We'll be ready at dawn. I'll give him a nod. Kind of, yeah. I don't know. Star, did you have anything to add? Yeah, Star. Um, we'll look at him and say, "We think that you will be the leader of this group." If we haven't made that apparently clear. That being said, I would like you to inform everyone that tomorrow they are to continue their daily trainings and to defend this compound with their lives if need be not that we're anticipating anything but all of us including you and the two that you pick will be gone for the day hopefully it'll only be a day but it's time to step into your big boy shoes and show them that you know what you're doing here and he gives a curt nod and says thank you moonbow star nods and she heads off to go gather some supplies also, like, uh, when everyone else is, like, filtering out, I, w I just wanted to pick back up on um, what um, Shadow had said that morning and just kind of have her hold back and finish that encounter, if that's okay. What do you say to her? I know you had something to say to me this morning, and I want you to know that I want to hear what you have to say whenever you want to say it. Yeah, uh, well, I was just gonna say, um, the goblins, we were playing a game. Uh, they called it, uh, King of the Hill. And we had to take the house, because that was, uh, his, his hill. Um, I thought he just went to sleep. It was it was tiring game. So you took this game is you took his house. Yeah. I understand. I know that that growing up and understanding some things can be confusing and I hope that we can all help you along the way to understand and be able to process these things. And I hope you know that you can always come to me. But, um... I guess... It, it sounds like I hurt him. That I took him away from... From Wesley. And it's... It sounds to me like it wasn't your fault. And it's not something that... 
that you were aware of and there's many lessons to be learned in life and maybe this is just one of them and that's a part of growing and that's another good thing okay yeah I'll, I'll, I'll think on that thank you Bo you're welcome nice and I think that's where we'll leave it on the super sad depressing podcast <laughs> thanks for checking in this week <laughs> I couldn't let it go without it. Like, no, that was great. She, was, she was, like ran off, and I'm like, no, that's not what I wanted. That was great. Good job, I was guys. Be like, when you were like, um, I want to ask her something. You're like, what do you want to say? It was like, she's gonna be like, all right, I give a shit now. What's up? Yeah, <laughs> up, I'm ready. Decided to give I, a I, fuck. I Talk five. to me about your insur- issues. I'm, uh, I'm your insurance. <laughs> I've, I've had my coffee. Insurance. Hit me up. Yeah. I've been drinking. <laughs> All right. Thank you for tuning in, guys. Catch you next time. Have a good week. Thank you for listening to the Reroll Podcast. The world of Rel and all characters within are copyright and fictitious. Any similarities to persons living or dead or actual events are purely coincidental. Want to follow us on social media, listen to another episode, or send us hate mail? Check out our link tree for all our info. You can find that link in the episode description. Big thanks to Tabletop Audio for producing quality RPG music and ambiance that we can use in our games. Please consider donating to our Patreon if you like their content. We are hellbent on making more, and with your support, we can make a lot more. New episodes every Monday at 12 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. See you then.